Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The NFL season continues. Here we are, week six. Commanders Bears from Chicago tonight. Al Michaels has to call the Commanders and the Bears. And I, I don't know how all that went down. I guess I didn't pay a lot of attention. I know Joe Buck, Troy Aikman are doing Monday Night Football. Al Michaels is over on Amazon Prime doing the Thursday night game. Mike Tirico, who's excellent, is now the voice of Sunday Night Football on NBC. So, you know, announcers moving around. But, you know, I, I wonder ultimately, Chris Tubbs, how it ended up where Al Michaels ended up over on Amazon you know, was Thursday better for him? Was NBC? Re- I, I didn't really follow any of that drama at all. And once again, I like Mike Tirico. He's doing a great job. Oh, I know exactly how it happened. What What went on? Jeff Bezos owns Amazon. Yeah. Jeff Bezos has money. Yes. Jeff Bezos can write in, you know, basically a blank check to whoever he wants. Said, hey, we're going to take the NFL Thursday night package. We want Al Michaels. Now, Michael says, how much money do I get? Jeff Bezos says, how much money do you want? And uh, I think that's how it went down. Yeah. I, you know, good deal. But uh, part of the problem is some of these Thursday night games aren't the greatest. Uh, tonight, <laughs> yeah. one and four commanders, two and three bears. This is, this, oh, is, boy. This, this is not going to sell the package on Amazon Prime. No, I can tell you it, that right now. Hey, here's the thing, though. And over the, under 38. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah, which typically NFL games are in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Occasionally you'll see one in the 50s. I don't know a lot about gambling, but I do know that when it comes to the over-under on NFL games. But it, it, in this instant, the, the people that in this day and age, in 2022, who are saying, I can't find the game, give me a break. Come on. Um. Streaming's been around long enough. Um, I I don't know anybody that doesn't have some sort of mix in their home of cable, over-the-air streaming. You want to watch football. And let's face it, how many people on this planet are, are Amazon Prime members anyway? You get the app for free. You, you can log on and watch the games. It, 
Yeah, but, but but at the same time, there are so many of these streaming services, and you're like, well, you know, where is it? Where is it at? And, and but, I mean, this we're so used to having it on, you know, over the over the air television. And I, I really do think, Steve, sometime in the next ten years, if you want to watch a Super Bowl, it's going to be on a streaming service. I that is where we are going with it, whether or not we like it. The 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 brilliance of the NFL is they've been able to. Est- extract billions from the over-the-air television networks. And, and I think one of the things that is the genius of the NFL is they found a way. For instance, here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, during the course of the regular season, you will see all 17 regular season games on free over-the-air television, whether it's Channel 4 or, uh, or Channel, Channel 9. 9. Yep. Or, or Channel 11. And if, if the game happens to be on ESPN at, at some point in time, Channel 5 is going to carry it over the air. So now if your team is in another market, that's a whole other deal. But the brilliance of it is here in the Twin Cities, you will see every regular season Viking. Even if the game is on Prime, I, a Thursday night game, I believe it will still be shown in the local market on over-the-air television somewhere. Now, don't quote me on that, but I, I, I believe that is the case. Remember when there were games exclusively on ESPN and Channel 4 or Channel 5 would pick up the rights and yeah. throw the game on over-the-air television. So, once again, the whole TV thing, it's evolving. But but the beauty of the NFL is is your hometown team is generally available free and over-the-air. So, uh Speaking of that, Commanders Bears, we're not going to spend a lot of time on that, kicking off shortly. Uh, Chris, I'm going to turn it over to you. Your choice, what games do you want to visit about? Oh, man, well, I, I really wanted to dive into the uh, the Commanders and the Bears tonight. Cause <laughs> Come I, on. Carson, Carson, yeah. hey, Carson Wentz, the North Dakota State guy. Come on. Yeah, and vastly overrated. Dude, and I, I think there's I, something I, wrong I, with I'm, your connection. Hold on. There you go. Oh, see, you you sound much better. Now, is Carson Wentz overrated, or is North Dakota State overrated? Um, Be careful. North Dakota careful. State's fine. Okay. Um, All right. I, 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 I'm proud of the kids that go up there and, and deal with the weather in the winter time. <laughs> I mean, that that's cool. I went I, up there I and just, dealt with the weather. Are you proud of me? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm always proud of you. But Man, my thanks, point Uncle being is, is that I, I just don't think Carson Wentz in his career – uh, he he's an average NFL quarterback. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, average. He, he he did. I think that he's AC, another guy. I think that ACL injury in 2017. I think that really. That some people can come back from injuries, and he just has not been the same. Because up until that game, the beginning of December 2017, he was running for a touchdown in Los Angeles against the Rams. Tore his ACL up to that point. He was one of the front runners for league MVP, and after that, yeah, he just has not not been the same. Let's go ahead and kick it off with the the Vikings and the uh, the Miami Dolphins, or uh, you know, as you like to call them, the fish. No, 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 no. The fish in the Norse, the Norse and the fish. Um, they're they're beat up, but the Vikings are on the road on grass in the heat and the humidity of South Florida. And I, I joked about it a little bit earlier. Chris Tubbs, I think it's going to be a factor in this game. 
And the fact that the Minnesota Vikings have shown a propensity to struggle again, I don't care who it is at quarterback. Uh, you know, Big Red of the Saints look pretty good. Um, I, I just feel like there's going to be no easy games for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, they, they got lucky to beat the Lions at home, thanks to Dan Campbell. Um, I, I think it's going to be tight. The Vikes are favored. I think they'll find a way to win. Right now, they're walking around with a collective horseshoe in their pocket. So, I say they win. I think they even cover. And the number at the moment at three and a half. I don't think they cover, but I do think that they win. Because uh, the Dolphins' top cornerback, Xavier Howard, could likely be out. Taron Armstead, uh, the left tackle, could potentially be out. So, I mean, they're thin at a lot of places including maybe not a, a healthy Tyreek Hill. I am going to go with the Vikings, but I'll go by the Vikings by uh, maybe one like a 24-23 sort of game. So it is going to be tight. It's going to be a yep. nail-biter right down to the end. I, I, I agree, but I think the Vikings, uh, if I was going to lay down my money, I think they win and cover, but it's not going to be a huge, huge number. Yeah. So let's uh, let's do a few games this segment and then break, and then we'll uh, come back and, and do some more in the next segment. That sound okay? Yeah, that okay. works for me. Cool. Then. I just wanted to kind of throw it out there, you know, producing on the fly. Hey, let's uh, let's go um, to Lambeau with the Packers and the Jets. I mean, a, kind of a, a weird game for the Pack last week. They go to London, get outscored. I, I mean, they were they got outscored the second half like seventeen to nothing by the actually seventeen to two with the um, with the, the safety. But to the Jets, are they the second team in a row to beat the Pack? Could that happen? Well, it, it, it could, and you look at the line, and, and that's where I start. Once again, not that I'm a huge gambler or, or promoting that sort of thing. If you want to do it, it's fine. Sports gambling should be legal in the state of Minnesota, and eventually the state legislature will wake up and send a bill to the governor and legalize sports wagering in the state of Minnesota. My editorial comment is over. But Green Bay... Opened at 9.5, it went to 7. What does that tell you that there isn't a lot of confidence in the Green Bay Packers right now? The over-under in the game, 44. That hasn't moved much much at 45. This Jets team may not be as horrible as uh, they have been in recent memory. And I I think the Green Bay Packers, beyond Aaron Rodgers, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in their receiving core. I don't think, more importantly, Aaron Rodgers has a lot of confidence in his receiving core. So, yeah, I, I think the Green Bay Packers is very vulnerable right now. Yeah, I think the Jets right now, I think they finally got a direction. Because you got a young stud in Brees Hall, the kid out of Iowa State. You got Garrett Wilson out of, you know, you've got Garrett Wilson. Uh, you've got Elijah Moore. I think Zach Wilson, you know, He's coming off the best two-game stretch of his pro career, and I know he missed the first few games because of injuries. But I don't think that in terms of talent, the Jets and the Packers are that different. I think the Packers buy a field goal, but I think the Jets keep this thing close at Lambeau. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if the Jets win the football game straight up. Green, Green Bay is, is probably going to win it, but I, I think the Jets have a mm-hmm. shot. All right, uh, you know what, let's, why don't we take a break because those are the only NFC North games. And then we can come back because there are a, a few other games that I want to get into because I think there are some, 
some pretty interesting matchups this week for NFL well, And fans. I do know it's it's a bye week for the Lions yeah. because my fantasy football team is loaded with Detroit Lions. I know. Uh. I know. <laughs> my, my, mine is too. Mine is too. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's such a weird fantasy football year where I have like three different Detroit Lions on my team. And, and they, they've all contributed, or a couple of them have contributed. Anyway. All right. We'll come back. More NFL in a moment. They're on News Talk, A3OWCC. No MLB tonight. Rained out in New York. Guardians and Yankees. New York up one game to none. Uh, they'll, they'll try again tomorrow. Meanwhile, Houston beat Seattle 4-2. The Astros, who had the top record in the American League, uh, they're up two games to none in that series. NL resumes along with that other game in the American League, Guardians-Yankees. Braves-Phillies series tied at one. Dodgers-Padres series tied at one. Uh, Back to the NFL, Chris Tubbs. All right, where do you want to go next? Well, the big game, I I want to hold that one for uh, for the end because we know that there's kind of a, you know, there's a marquee matchup going on uh, at Arrowhead. You know, let's go to, uh, to Baltimore and the New York Giants. Because I'm, I'm very interested in the Giants right now. They're 4-1, and one, coming off the big win over the Green Bay Packers. And you get a Baltimore team that that defense has really struggled this year. But you got Lamar Jackson, who is just a transcendent talent. Where do you see this one going? Ravens and Giants. Yeah, and I, I'm not trying to rip on the Minnesota Vikings while I talk about the New York football Giants. But... The, the Vikings are a fortunate, in my opinion, 4-1. and one. And I put the Giants in that same category. I, I don't... The, the Giants could easily be the other direction, in my opinion. That, and they can run the football a little bit. I still don't trust them. And I do trust John Harbaugh. I think he's an excellent NFL coach. And, and you brought up Lamar Jackson... He is terrific, and it wouldn't surprise me one bit uh, for the Baltimore Ravens to get it done. I I just think slow start. Um, Jackson's just so talented, multi-dimensional. How how do you defense a guy like that? Yeah, and I'm I'm with you. Like their wide receivers, Rashad Bateman, the former Gopher, he hasn't been healthy the last couple weeks. Been out with a foot issue. Uh, he may or may not play. But Mark Andrews. Those two guys, Lamar Jackson and, and Mark Andrews, those two guys are Mahomes and Kelsey-like. Like, they are that good. They are that lethal together. And I, I think the Ravens, yeah, I think the Ravens win uh, by about a touchdown. Let's well, go. And, go and what's crazy, they're 3-2. and two. I was just going to jump in. The Giants are plus 5.5 at home, and they're 4-1. and one. That's crazy. I, it, it really is. Yeah, I think that just shows how they really view these two teams. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I'm I'm just completely on Baltimore. And once again, I, I don't think, and I, th- I think he's recognized as a good NFL coach. I don't think John Harbaugh gets enough credit. No, I, I don't. I don't either. I think they look at that defense, that what that defense used to be in Lamar Jackson. You're like, oh, well, he's good. Well, you got to be able to take you know, do the best that you can with your pieces that you have. Yeah. Uh, here's an interesting game I'm looking at. Arizona and Seattle at 2-3. and three. Now, both of them at 2-3. and three, I think the NFC West 
coming. It was going to be the best division in the NFL. It hasn't happened so far. But Arizona has been the one team so far that I think has really tested Philadelphia. They had a chance to push that game into overtime last week if Kyler Murray didn't slide a little bit short. And they had to rush out that field goal. And you've got Seattle. Maybe Pete Carroll knew something about Russ. Maybe Russ was cooked. But Geno Smith has been playing well. You get Arizona and Seattle. That game's going to be in Seattle. I don't know. How, how do you see that one shaking out? Yeah, you know, the the thing is, about you, you brought up this division first and foremost. And I, I'm going to start there. You, you got the Rams, the defending champs, off to a slow start. They, they have some issues. You have excellent 49ers defense. But Trey Lance out. You got Jimmy G. And no one trusts Jimmy G. Um, and then you, you mentioned... Uh, this particular matchup, Arizona and Seattle. I think before it's all said and done, it will be the deepest division in football. I, I think this is completely a flip of the coin game for me. Uh, Seattle has a huge home field advantage, and I still think the Arizona Cardinals are a talented football mm-hmm. team and will be heard from before the end of the season. Yeah, I I think Arizona goes on the road and beats Seattle by a field goal. Uh, Rashad Penny was a big loss for Seattle, but they're going to roll with the the rookie, Ken Walker. A couple more games here. I'm going to go to Sunday night, Philadelphia and Dallas. Now, Dak not going to be back. You got Philadelphia at 5-0. Dallas is planning to start Cooper Rush. So that tells me that they're, they're definitely taking their time with Dak Prescott. I mean, how do you see this one shaking out? This one is going to be at the link. On Sunday night. Yeah, boy, I, I am so impressed by the Eagles. And the body of work, I haven't seen the Eagles play a ton. I only saw them uh, for 60 minutes demolish the Minnesota Vikings. I I think the Eagles are, are way too much for the Cowboys. I don't care who the quarterback is. Even though I'm impressed by the Cowboys' defense this year. Um, sure, there's been a lot of talk about that offense over the year and uh, o- over recent memory, but boy, I, th- th- this is a really good Philadelphia team at home Sunday night. I-, I-, I think they win, and I think they win big. I think the pass rush for Dallas has gotten better. Their secondary is hit and miss, but I think, I don't know, because one of the strengths of Dallas has been their physicality. If Philadelphia runs right through them, I don't know if Dallas can hold up. So I feel like Cooper Rush is on the verge of making some big mistakes, and I think this could be the week uh, that it happens. All right, finally, Steve, the uh, the other game, you got 4-1 and Kansas City hosting 4-1 and Buffalo. These teams played an absolute classic last year. So I can't believe the Chiefs are home dogs in this game. Am I reading that right? The Chiefs are home dogs? Yeah, they, they are. And the, the number was two and a half that I saw, which is really surprising. Considering Patrick Mahomes has been terrific. What he and Andy Reid have done w- without a standout superstar wideout. Now they have Travis Kelsey, who you know is the best tight end in the game. <laughs> Just is absolutely ridiculous. But this is all about the quarterback matchup, and um, I, I just think, though, what we've seen is vintage Mahomes. And they got it off to a slow start against the Raiders, 
But there was no point in time where I thought Kansas City wouldn't come back and win that football game. There there was just absolutely no point. And what Kelsey had four touchdown catches in that game and uh, a total of maybe 40 yards worth of reception. But um, I I just think Mahomes is at the peak of his powers. They're at home. I I think Kansas City wins, and I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I think the Bills are the better team. I think they're more balanced. I think they're they've got a better pass rush. They've got a better defense. But it's Mahomes at oh. Arrowhead. I, I can't root against I not root. I can't pick against Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead. I just I can't. That you know, that game against Cincinnati last year notwithstanding. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Kansas City. I, I bet Henry Lake I, I choose Buffalo over Kansas City because he had to go with the Chiefs pick. Oh, for sure. But I do think that Kansas City wins. But for the sake of the bet, uh, I hope Buffalo wins. And here, here's the thing. you got Josh Allen. you got Patrick Mahomes. This is what I'll say about Mahomes. For me, he's one of the top five sports entertainers in the world right now. I love watching this guy play because, you know, while Allen is, you know, he, he, he's, he's got all the tools He's not, he's a great player. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not knocking him. But he's not as entertaining as Patrick Mahomes. The, the way he improvises is is incredible. His field it's vision is awesome. It's just a pure joy to watch Patrick Mahomes play football. It is, especially when he's not playing against your team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And oh, by the way, he's my fantasy football quarterback, so there's that. Nobody cares I, about I, your I, fantasy team, Steve. Yeah, in I, in the interest of full disclosure, I thought I'd put it in there, but it, it's going to be a great game. As a matter of fact, I have that three twenty-five to six forty window blocked out on my schedule because I, I'm looking forward to Bills Chiefs Sunday for sure. It's going to be a tight one. Who do you like? Uh, I, I'm. You're on. You're on the Bills. I'm on the Bills for the sake of having to win a bet against H Lake. So, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm on the you. Bills for that very reason. You know, it, it, it's one of those, it's like the Super Bowl. I, I, I just want a great game. I, I want one of those that goes down to 630, 640, and I want my wife to yell from the other room, are you still watching football? That's what I want. Uh, see, That's my, my, I want my wife has game. gotten used to it. She's, <laughs> she's a football widow in the fall. She knows. All right. We better get to the weather. Uh, once again, uh, look at some of the games in the NFL. Once again, Minnesota at Miami. Vikes favored a little over a field goal in the heat and humidity of South Florida. Uh, once again, we'll have the weather in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. It is hard to believe, but the high school football regular season is winding down. Uh, MEA week coming up next week. Uh, six games in the books, and right now we're going to look at 5A football, and one of the unbeaten teams in 5A in the top 10. Last poll I saw, Robinsdale Armstrong, 5. And joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline is Jack Nagan, head coach at Robinsdale Armstrong. And Jack, good to visit with you, and congrats on a great start this year. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun, so we're enjoying it right now. Yeah, and 5A football, 
uh, deserves a lot of attention because it is so competitive, it, and there's a lot of great teams here in the Metro and beyond. Mankato West to perennial power, ranked number one at the moment in, in 5A. But, you know, I'll tell you what, 5A football, very competitive, a lot of good teams. Yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a good year. It's, uh, you know, we've, we've played some tough ones already in Waconia and, and Chaska, and we have a couple tough ones left with, with or excuse me, with Chanhass, and we have Chaska and, and Spring Lake Park left, so there's really not a lot of weeks off. Yeah, and uh, you, you've been able to run the football this year very effectively, and uh, a kid I I wanted to bring up and, and get your thoughts on is your, your leading rusher, Reggie Carter. 13 touchdowns already this season, averaging just over 114 yards a game. What a player. Yeah, you know, he's had a really good year. He's just an awesome kid, and last year dealt with a few injuries, and and we struggle a little bit running the ball at times, and so it's something that we really worked on this year. And we've got a ways to go, but we're getting a lot better. Uh, we've gotten uh, we've grown up up front a little, and uh, yeah, Reggie can Reggie can play. He's an awesome kid and, uh, and a real tough kid. So glad we have him. And a key is, is some balance, and you can throw it a little bit as well. Yeah, you know we, we've really focused on that this year. We went out in our first game and we played Waconia, who's an awesome team. Man, are they physical? And then we had some success throwing the ball around, but struggled a little bit in the run game. And right, a lot of that's with them. But we know, right, we live in Minnesota. We're going to have to run that football here down the stretch. So uh, pleased with where we've come this year and in the run game for sure. Yeah, and as you mentioned, a uh, big finish, six and zero, two to go in the regular season. It goes quick now. I mean, you got the game Friday night at Chaska, and then close it out at home against uh, a, a team that's so solid year in and year out in Spring Lake Park. And and that there is a bit of a challenge in that because you go Friday and Wednesday. Yeah, it's you know done it every year for a long time, so you kind yep. of get used to. It. Yeah, it's, there's not a you know when you get a team like Chaska that we play Friday, who's well coached and just a tough physical team, and then to turn around in a couple of days and do that again against the Spring Lake Park, who, like you said, has been really good for a long time and with some split back beer stuff that's tough to defend. Doesn't give you a lot of time to get ready, but. One game at a time, and, and we'll start preparing on Saturday. And then uh, ultimately get into the playoffs. And, and as I mentioned, you know, 5A football, it, it's, it, it isn't easy to, to ultimately get to U.S. Bank Stadium for the semifinals and beyond that prep bowl because 5A is so deep. And I, I know you're not thinking about that right now, but, you know, to, to be at this point at 6-0, and you you probably have, and in your coaching staff and the kids have in the back of your mind, this could be uh, this could be a good year for Armstrong. Yeah, I mean, you try to not focus on that stuff, right? We, like I said, we've got a couple of tough games left, and then you get yeah. in the section, that's tough, and so you try to just go one game at a time, but, you know, it's just natural. You start thinking about some of those things, and, you know, you want to stay healthy going down the stretch. You want to be playing your best football going down the stretch, and we've had a few nicks like everybody else, right? Football's a tough game, and so you really hope you're healthy at the end, and so you know, that's what we're aiming for. Yeah, and we, we talked about the offense and the ability to, to run the football this year, but, but defensively you've had some pretty solid performances as well, giving up 29 to Chan, but, but other than that, uh, your defense has really been stout. Yeah, our, our defense is awesome. Coach Rogers is our defensive coordinator. Those guys have done a great job over there on that side of the ball, and really they were – you know, they were super early. They kind of came out of the gate playing well, and that really gave us a little time to try to get the offense going. So 
uh, that that's a good group. We feel really good with a lot of experience over there in that back half and our guys up front and are getting better every week. So uh, that group has definitely played well, and it makes the offense look pretty good when they get a lot of stops. I, I know you want to name all the kids that uh, start and the backups and everybody contributes to a football team, but on that side of the ball, you know, who, who stands out in your mind? Who's had a great year? Yeah, you know, we've got a couple kids. We just feel like we're really good, you know, in that secondary. Uh, Isaiah Cotton and Cordell Wilson are our two corners, and they're just they're returning starters, and they're just awesome kids, first of all, right? Great leaders, both captains. And uh, so that really helps, right, when you can put a few more guys in the box and know you're pretty good in the back end. And, you know, then we feel the same thing with our, with our linebackers, with Henry Smith and Drew Kemple, kind of guys that are returners in the middle there. Uh, so we feel really good about that back half, and our and like I said, our guys up front are young, uh, but they just keep getting every better every week, and it's a pretty talented group. It's they just need experience, and they're getting it. Jack Egan, Armstrong football coach, Falcons unbeaten six and zero, two to go on the road at Jazzka and home to Spring Lake Park uh, to close it out, and then. Uh, on to the playoffs, and, and we talked about how, how the games really come fast and furious here because they're, they're you know, depending on how the seating plays out and, uh, you, you know, you get your assignments as you get into the postseason. They're, they're, there's a lot of football, and everybody's in the same boat. Do you change your approach this time of year? Do you keep practices shorter? How, how do you adjust with, with all these games in a short period of time from the end of the regular season and getting into sections? Yeah, you know, as we get towards the end, there's a few things that we cut out. We certainly are going to cut out a little of that physicalness, right, during practice, uh, you know, and really making sure we're dialed in mentally. Uh, but, you know, we don't want to change a whole lot going in there other than making sure that we're really smart in practice about about that contact piece and, and being more of a, a mental piece. So, um, yeah, we don't want to switch – switch a whole lot up as we go in but again being smart with, with with our kids knowing that football is a long season we want our kids safe and we want our kids healthy you know as we go into the playoffs now there there is a little bit of good news we we heard the weather before we went on the air jack and uh it, it's going to be a chilly one there's some football games tonight uh certainly the lion's share the games on friday night and it, it'll be definitely october football weather uh for for friday night's tilt but uh paul douglas said next week we could be back in the 60s and 70s so that uh you know wednesday night tilt could be a nice night so there's that to look forward to yeah yeah we're always hoping for nice nights we're we're built a little bit like that and you know, with with some ability to throw the ball around, but again, you know, we keep working on that run game because we know in Minnesota we never know what we're going to get, so we're going to have to be have to be able to play whatever shows up that night for the weather. Yeah, and then uh, finally, fan support. You got a great facility there at Armstrong, terrific stadium. Uh, what's the fan support been like, and and, and support from students, staff, parents, etc. Yeah, you know what? It's been a fun, it's been a really fun year. The, the fan support's been great. Uh, we've got some great leadership, right? Our athletic director Larry Tate's been really supportive of the program. Uh, so I know I'm super grateful for that. And then you, you know, when you when you win some games, you get a lot of people out, and you know we're fortunate to have a lot of good kids, right? So student body and, and teachers are proud of a of a group where you've got a lot of good kids that are doing school and doing the right things during the day. Uh, so that brings a lot of excitement with it. Well, Jack, good to visit with you. Continued success to Armstrong. Thank you. Really appreciate it.
All right, there he is, uh, Jack Nagan, Armstrong football coach, Falcons unbeaten at Chazcon Friday and then close it out at home next Wednesday, MEA weekend against Spring Lake Park. When we come back, big-time fishing, big money on the line, there's a major scandal, uh, and the perpetrators could be in big trouble. We'll get into all of that. Coming up here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Fishing is a big deal in our part of the world. Um, if if you don't fish, you, you certainly know someone who does. And we, we've all seen these shows on television, these fishing tournaments. And there's big money on the line. Well, I'm sure you've heard by now that uh, a couple of guys were caught cheating to win a walleye tournament in Ohio. Well, Jake Runyon and Chase Kaminsky now face criminal charges after they were caught adding weights to their fish in order to win the Lake Erie Walleye Trail Fishing Tournament. This according to a report from the Akron Beacon Journal. Runyon and Kaminsky have been charged with cheating, attempted grand theft, possession criminal tools, and unlawful ownership of wild animals. Some of this stuff are felonies, and I couldn't agree more. And, and there is, there's been cheating in sports. Uh, later on in the program, uh, NASCAR, you know, crew chiefs, drivers looking for any advantage they can get, uh, doing things that skirt the rules. Uh, we, we've seen that over the years in baseball, football, there, there was Spygate, Bill Belichick, the New England Patriots, all of that sort of stuff. I, I think this is a different level. When, when you're flat out adding weights to fish to make sure you win the weigh-in because it's all based on weight, and, and these guys walk off with, with a ton of money. Chris Tubbs, I, I don't know about you, but... I am glad the authorities are involved, and it should go beyond fines and suspension. I, I think th- these thank guys. You for the, uh, thank you for the Wally Carbo reference, too. By the way, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I love fines and suspensions. It's, it's just awesome. Uh, but but in this case, in all seriousness, mm-hmm. I, in in my opinion, from afar, you're you're innocent until proven guilty. But it, it looks like they have the goods on these guys. Yeah, these guys are very much guilty. I, I don't know if you saw the video, Steve, but yeah. the, the, the video, when the guy's confronted, he doesn't say anything. The video is on him. And they're like, do you have anything to say? He stands there, and he's quiet because he knows he's been busted. And while it might sound like, okay, well, it's, it's kind of funny. You know, it's just fishing. We know that, number one, fishing up here is I mean, it's it's a hot commodity. People love to fish. But it's also, when you're talking about anything competitive, there's prize money at stake. Like oh, there's There's yeah. sponsorship money at stake. Like, people are investing in this. Thousands and thousands of dollars. And if you're going to do anything nefarious, and I don't know if this is even the first time these guys have caught it, or, you know, caught, you know, have, have done something like this, no pun intended. It's absolutely right. disgusting what these guys did. And the very fact that they got caught, I love it. And I love that they got confronted in that way and that they're going to be prosecuted 
to quote Tony Kornheiser, to the fullest extent of the law. Well, and the the thing about this, and I don't know if there's a parallel in sports because I brought it up, you know, the the, the spitball or, you know, I, I brought up Spygate. Other instances where, where people are trying to get an edge, motorsports is one where there's a saying, if you, if you ain't cheating, you, you ain't trying. Well, yeah, I mean, people always... I, I mean, that... When there's money at stake, when there's, you know, something at stake that big, people are always going to try and circumvent the rules. But putting weights in fish to win a weigh-in is... Uh, and they're being... It's its horrible to those fish, too. Well, I i, I don't think they knew. Um, I, I, think, I think they were already dead. Uh, we got to run news and weather in a moment. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 